PBS News. Have an auto of issues? Let the experts take care of it for you. Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. Shop local, buy local, save deals. It's not every day you can save money. Oh, wait, you can. Hi, Jenny here from Big Deals. When you shop Big Deals, you'll save money every day on dozens of gift certificates from local businesses like these. Diamonds and More Jewelers in Farmington, the Sand Trap Indoor Golf Club in Park Hills, Domino's Pizza, and Midwest Sports Center. For the Parkland's Big Deals online store, go to our websites, kfmo.com or b104fm.com. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now, the start on AM 1240 KFMO. All right. Good morning to you. Ah, we need to do a Jokalopedia segment. Anyway, hope you enjoyed the interview there about the Life Center and what's coming up as uh, October is National Disability Employment Awareness Month, and some of you may hear that and go, what? Disability? Employment? What? Does those two go together? Uh, they can. And remember, the special program's coming up October 6th, which is, well, Friday, this Friday, or October 27th at the Life Center in Farmington as uh, they're going to answer questions that basically have to do with uh, if you're on disability can you work uh, so anyway we've got that uh, information uh, you if you get the podcast now don't forget we are now on Spotify with podcasts so you can sign up and get those and if you do that you can go back and listen to that interview about uh, the programs coming up at the Life Center you can also get that at our website kfmo.com I think it's at the bottom of the page you just click on stuff and there you go. It's seven minutes after eight o'clock for this uh, Wednesday, October 4th. It's hard to believe we're already into October. And uh, yeah, that's the way it goes, I guess. The time just marches on. It's National Taco Day. And as much as I'd like to, I'd better not taco about it too much. Boy, something's making me cough like crazy. Uh, let's see. What's going on? Well, Paramount. This this movie, Mean Girls, just keeps popping up in stories. I look everywhere. I see it. Uh, yesterday it came up because it was uh, something to do about that day. What day is it that they said in Mean Girls, and it was Mean Girls Day. Well, now Paramount Pictures is hoping you won't be totally annoyed watching a whole movie four and a half minutes at a time. They've just released Mean Girls for free on TikTok except it's been broken up into 23 clips. For the record, Tuesday was Mean Girls Day. That's what it was called. Celebrating the 2004 cult high school comedy, Why Tuesday? Well, you remember in the scene, one character asked another what day it is, and it happens to be October 3rd. So there you go. And now they're going to stream the whole movie in four-and-a-half-minute clips on TikTok.
Yeah, I don't think so. Anyway, if you're a Mean Girls fan, that would probably be really great because you could have a little dose of it whenever you wanted. You wouldn't have to watch the whole movie. You wouldn't have to fast forward or rewind <laughs> in to a certain part of the film. You just simply, you know, go watch a four-minute clip. Nice. So better than first thought, possibly. Stick around. We have news coming up next here at KFMO. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. Gather your friends and get to the Sand Trap in Park Hills. It's the Parkland's premier indoor golf club. Enjoy a cold beverage and a burger and fries while playing in one of their three PGA Indoors golf simulators. It's a unique indoor golf experience you don't want to miss. You can book your tee time online at sandtrapigc.com or just stop by, order something from the menu, and jump in for a round or two. The Sand Trap Indoor Golf Club located on Strauss Drive in Park Hills. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, October 4th, and the time is 10 minutes after 8 o'clock. In our newscast, we'll hear about the JAG, or Jobs for America's Graduates Program in the North County School District. We'll hear more about a cadet man who was involved in a traffic accident yesterday and federal government officials, remember, are testing the emergency alert system today. If you own a cell phone, radio, or are watching television, you're going to get the message. The emergency alert system is our nation's public warning system. Now, it's designed to allow the president to speak to us during a national emergency. The test is going to be held during a 30-minute period starting at 2.20 today. Some social media commentators have even spurred false information alleging the test is simply a plot to use cell phones to activate nanoparticles that have been introduced into people's bodies. Government experts, of course, have dismissed those claims, while others say they'll shut down their cell phones during the testing period. The JAG, or Jobs for America's Graduates program, is fresh on the minds of Deloge Chamber of Commerce members after a presentation on the program at Tuesday's Deloge Chamber of Commerce Business Luncheon. The JAG specialist in the North County School District, Ashley Douglas, told the crowd, JAG is a federal program helping students make career choices in partnership with local businesses. We're currently in 39 states across the country um, and in about 75 to 80 schools in Missouri. That's expanding every year. Um, it's designed to educate students on careers, leadership, opportunities, things like that. It identifies students who show promise and potential, but who may have significant barriers to success. According to Douglas, they want to focus on the educational relationship between students and business partners in the parkland. Douglas also had two students involved in the program speak to Tuesday's Deloge Chamber lunch crowd. 
A cadet man, 35-year-old Adam K. Valley, is recovering from moderate injuries. He was involved in a one-vehicle crash in Washington County Tuesday night at 7.30. Reports from the Highway Patrol show Valley was driving in an SUV north on Cyclone Road, north of Pratt Road, when it ran off the left side of the road, flew through the air, and crashed into a tree. Valley was taken to Washington County Memorial Hospital at Potosi. He was not wearing a seatbelt when the wreck took place. And that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Wednesday, October 4th. The time is 8.13. Stick around. We have sports next with Jared Pettis. But remember to check our website, too, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. High school volleyball from the Black Knight Fieldhouse saw the Farmington Knights host the Central Lady Rebels in one of the biggest MAAA large school regular season conference matchups of the season. Our own Glenn Berry has the details. The Farmington Knights and the Central Lady Rebels played what could be a future KFMO classic in high school volleyball on Tuesday with the Lady Rebels winning in four sets, 12-25, 25-20, 25-21, and 25-23. Farmington used a 10-0 run midway through the first set and walked away with a 25-12 first set win. In set two, we saw seven ties and four lead changes before Central pulled away with a 25-20 win. Set three was even more competitive. Back and forth we go. 11 ties, five lead changes, but a 3-0 run at the end of the set gave the Lady Rebels their second consecutive set win at 25-21. In set four, neither team seemed to give in. Five ties, one lead change. Back and forth it goes until finally Central comes from behind down 19-17 to tie the game at 20. Central takes a 23-20 lead only to watch Farmington come back and tie the game at 23. However, the last two points belong to the Central Lady Rebels and they take the final set and the match 25-23. After the game, winning coach for the Central Lady Rebels, Olivia Casey. After that first set especially, um, we came out kind of slow. We were not, I don't think, prepared for um, what Farmington was going to be throwing at us in that first set, especially energy-wise. It's always hard to come over and play here. They have that energy of the crowd with them, and we did not in that first set, but I'm super proud of them for fighting all three of the last sets. Um and pulling out wins on those no matter what. Farmington head coach Haley Baker. We get to a point in the game when we get down a few points and then we are, we're, I feel like we're always playing catch up and then we just turn the game on at the end of the game right whenever like it's just too late. Uh, if we would have done that mid-game, you know, when we were still winning by two and then give us a nice little cushion, it would have been great. Um, but, you know, they just didn't fall our way tonight, and we have a lot of things we can learn. And we've done this for I've done this for a while, and these, you know, regular season games are really hard to lose, but then we'll see them again in the conference tournament. With the loss, Farmington Knights dropped to 15-13, and 2-2 two and two in conference, and they'll play next against a feisty North County club on Thursday night. Central improves to 19-3, and 4-0 and overall in conference, and will face off against Potomac. Also on Thursday night. Once again, Central wins the match 12 25, 25 20, 25 21, and 25 23 over the Farmington Knights. Reporting for KFMO and B104 Sports, I'm Glenn Berry. Glenn, thanks. The Central Lady Rebels, again, you mentioned it, will play Potosi. Potosi on Tuesday lost in five sets as St. Genevieve wins at 22 25, 25 20, 12 25, 25 18, 15 10. With that Potosi Lady Trojan loss, the Central Lady Rebels clinched the large school regular season conference championship and could be the top seed. Central head coach Olivia Casey, do they want the top seed? For the girls, 
it would be just a confidence booster to be that number one seed, to get the recognition. Um, I mean, obviously, depending on how we do against Potosi on Thursday, to get the recognition of, you know, you've earned this spot, that you have gone out and you've played well against all of these teams in the conference, all these other great teams in the conference, and you've earned this position. Now, I as a coach, I don't know if I necessarily want the number one spot just because, like you said, some of these these teams that maybe only have three wins on the season have been playing well and have been figuring some things out and are only going to continue to play better as the season as they get more games in. Again, Central and Potosi face off on Thursday at the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse. Coverage on KFMO starts with pregame around 6 o'clock. That could decide the top seed in the MAAA Conference Tournament. It seeds on Monday and begins next Tuesday. One other large school matchup, Fredericktown beat North County in straight sets 14-22-12 on the small school set. On the small school side, Bismarck is now 3-1 in the conference after beating Valley Caledonia in four sets, 25-12, 17-25, 25-15, 26-24. West County sweeps Kingston 12-18-8. And Valley Catholic beats Arcadia Valley 18-15-20. Valley Catholic now 4-0 in their conference. And with, a win, and with the win on Thursday, Valley Catholic is the small school conference champs. However, Arcadia Valley sits at 4-1. And if Valley Catholic loses on Thursday... Arcadia Valley can at best tie as small school regular season conference champion. On the softball side, Jackson beat North County in five innings 15-1. Farmington stops Shafi 10-2. And boys soccer, Farmington beats Hillsborough 3-1. On the girls tennis side, Class 1 District 2 tournament semifinals, North County tops Arcadia Valley 5-0. And Fredericktown over Potosi 5-3. That bracket goes chalk the 1-2. North County and Fredericktown face off today. And a Class 2 District 1 tournament semifinal, Farmington sees their season come to an end at the hands of the top seed Cape Notre Dame Lady Bulldogs 5 nothing. Also coming up today on the softball side, our broadcast matchup. We're at Ingler Park at Randy Ragsdale Field as the Farmington Knights host to Sykeston Lady Bulldogs. Coverage of that one begins at 4 o'clock with pregame. First pitch at 4.30. Shafi host Fredericktown and they're also resuming the Shafi Tournament Championship from earlier in the year. That was postponed due to the weather. They'll start that one in the top of the second inning. Fredericktown leads 2 to nothing. Volleyball North County is at Seckman and Girls Golf. St. Genevieve host Farmington Jackson and Cape Central and on the Mineral Area College athletic side and soccer the Mac men and women play at Lewis and Clark from the Major League Baseball the St. Louis Cardinals wrapped up the season on Sunday and they also met with the media on Monday and wrapped up the year Jordan Walker reflects on his first Major League season it's, it was fun it was a good season man I had a good time up here I um, learned a lot from the guys just about being professional and things like that um, enjoying the game respecting the game um, and how to deal with it when things go you know poorly and things like that so I had a pretty good time and that's pretty much all I can say about it I was really excited for this first season I, I learned a lot and now I know what I can work on and you know I'm ready for next season Catcher Wilson Contreras looks ahead to next season after a disappointing 2023 there's a lot of things to be fixed and hopefully this 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 offseason the, the front office or whoever uh, he's in charge of that it's he did something to to make this thing better for next year because the, this team is known for for winning NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are in action on Sunday. They're at Minnesota against the Vikings. Coverage starts at 2 o'clock for a 3:25 kickoff. Major League Soccer, St. Louis City SC has clinched the top spot in the Western Conference standings. They're back in action tonight. They're in Vancouver. City head coach Bradley Carnell, what does he expect to see from Vancouver after his team defeated the Whitecaps 3-1 on May 27th in St. Louis? They've changed the style of play. They're very fluid. They're very flexible. They can change different formations uh, just like we do. 
Um, so they're very adaptive to what teams they play against. Um, they're also very transitional. They're very good in a counter press. And, you know, they have playmakers like Ryan Gould, um, who are amongst the best in the league. Carnell, will the team go about things any differently with the last two regular season games since they've clinched? No, not at all. We want to stay in our rhythm. We want to make sure that we're focused and uh, driving points. We want to collect points in Vancouver and we want to collect points here at home against Seattle. So, you know, we have to maintain a high standard and, and maintain those levels. For sure, we'll find pause at certain times because we have a two-week break after Vancouver. Um, but yeah, but between now and Vancouver, there's just all very business-minded. NHL, the St. Louis Blues continue the preseason on Thursday at Dallas against the Stars. Coverage starts at 6.30 on B104.3 with a 7 o'clock puck drop. NCAA football the Missouri Tigers play Saturday morning against LSU, the other Tigers. Mizzou ranked 21st in the nation. LSU ranked 23rd. Eli Drinkwitz is the head coach of the Mizzou Tigers. Does he see his offense playing with more confidence each week? Your confidence comes from your preparation. I think the way these guys have attacked practice on Tuesdays and Wednesdays gives them a lot of confidence to execute. I think um, you know, we go against a very good defense and and uh, we get our good on good segments in and, and it's a real battle each and every week. And I think our guys are starting to become more and more confident in, in the schemes. Mizzou and LSU on Saturday and the NASCAR Cup Series wraps up the round of 12 on Sunday from the Charlotte Roval. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Wings, seafood, soups and sandwiches. Whatever you're craving, you'll find it at Lady Dias Shamrock Restaurant, located right off of Highway 67 in Rosner Road in Park Hills. There's something on the menu for everyone, from burgers and fries to steaks, pasta, and seafood to great starters and so much more. Plus, get 90-cent wings all day, every day. Lady Dias Shamrock, located right off of Highway 67 on Rosner Road in Park Hills, open Wednesday and Thursday at 4 p.m., Friday and Saturday from noon to 9 p.m., and Sundays from noon to 6 p.m. Kevin Ball's Auto Body, the most recommended in the parkland. The definition of recommended is to be worthy of trust, and they don't take that lightly. They treat your vehicle like it's their own. Your neighbors, your family, and your friends are now satisfied customers because you recommended them. When you need collision repair, don't just take it anywhere. Take it to Kevin Ball's Auto Body in Park Hills, the most recommended. Because your car hasn't looked this new since it was new. Kevin Ball's Auto Body, the most recommended by far. It's everyday savings when you grocery shop at your locally owned Save-A-Lot food stores with locations in Farmington, Park Hills, Bonterre, Potosi, DeSoto, and Perryville. Open seven days a week and everything is always fresh. Your Save-A-Lot food stores are proud to be a part of the communities they serve and a proud sponsor of high school sports. Your Save-A-Lot food stores want to wish the Farmington Knights the best homecoming ever. Good luck to all of the homecoming court, team, and everyone involved in this year's homecoming activities. If you're looking for a house and land, or just a place to hang a tree stand, doesn't have to be just a dream, call the Whitmire team. Call 636-524-6056. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. 
It's homecoming week and the Farmington Police Department wants to wish the Farmington Knights good luck in Friday night's game. Encouraging everyone to wear their black and gold. Come support the Knights this Friday night. Good luck Knights for the Farmington Police Department. Oh, what is that stench? Oh, Boogie, you smell terrible. Phew, dogs can stink up the whole house when not properly groomed and bathed. Take them to Pawfection Pet Grooming where your fur child looks and smells perfect. Ew, Boogie, have you been eating the trash? Make Pawfection Pet Grooming your first choice for all pet grooming needs. Give them a call today at 573-482-0163. Pawfection Pet Grooming in Park Hill. It is 824 at KFMO. The next thing we're going to do is have the special monthly report from the St. Francis County Health Center. So be sure to stay tuned. We'll find out about uh, flu shots and a whole bunch of stuff. So don't touch that dial. Hi, it's Jenny from Big Deals with some great news. A new local business has joined Big Deals. Sound the trumpets. And can I get a drum roll, please? Boyer Lumber in Potosi is now on Big Deals. That's right, Boyer Lumber in Potosi is on Big Deals. Your next home project just got easier. Check out their Big Deal certificates online at kfmo.com or b104fm.com and click on the Big Deals logo. Community Manor in Farmington is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Community Manor has an overall rating of 1, quality rating of 1, and a staff rating of 1. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, which includes a range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics. Visit Community Manor in Farmington at 783 Weber Road or give them a call 573-756-8998. Twin Oaks is a family-owned vineyard and winery in Farmington. Their tasting room sits in the middle of the vineyard, and it's a lovely spot to visit for a relaxing afternoon. Enjoy award-winning wines or a glass of cold beer, or even have a premium cocktail from the bar. Their inviting porch has a perfect view of the vines and the tranquil lake. Savor the panoramic view from the patio, tasting room, or glass house. Twin Oaks is open Thursday through Sunday. Check out all the things happening at Twin Oaks on Facebook or online. Twin Oaks Vineyard and Winery, Highway F, Farmington. This is The Start on KFMO. Thanks so much for being with us today. It's time for the St. Francis County Health Center Report, and we have a couple of special guests in studio with us today. It's Jade McIntyre, Immunization Coordinator, and also Crystal Epley. She's a nursing supervisor and does a lot of other stuff, too. So thanks, ladies, for coming in. It's great to see you. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Now, the first thing I guess we're going to talk about uh, would be immunizations. Okay, sounds good. All right, I guess that would be, Jade, uh, your department, huh? Yes. Well, how are immunizations going? And I guess it's that time of the year you see school kids, we've got fall with uh, flu shots and all kinds of yes, stuff. Yes, we survived back to school. Now we're on to flu vaccines. Um, a lot of people asking about the new COVID vaccine. We still don't have that one yet. They're talking about the first or second week of October sending that so maybe soon now but is that uh, can we talk about that just for a second I, I don't want to go too deeply into it because we've heard COVID all over the place for yes. <laughs> years now but uh, I, I have heard rumblings of you know we've got a variant coming so we're going to have a new shot yes and I think their plan is to have sort of a new vaccine every year just to um, cover the different variants that right. are going around because, you know, 
we have so many different variants now. Um, but it, we will have those at the health center sometime. And you know, it does. Re- it kind of reminds me of just getting a flu shot every year because yes. I get one every year and it's given every year because of variant things and flu, right? Yes. So it's kind of like that, I guess, in comparison. Yes. I see. So uh, how's everything else going with normal flu season? Um, Flu is on the rise. I know especially flu A. Um, So we're hoping that we can get some people in to get their annual flu vaccine to keep those numbers down. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Folks were laughing because I do that every year. I go to the health center and get my flu shot. And they do a great job. I have to say I've used their services. And you guys do. You take care of people. Uh, If you don't know the procedures and you're thinking to yourself gee i don't want to go over there and go get a flu shot go through all that stuff it's not a big deal right completely we love seeing people come in and any questions we're happy to answer yeah and and that's true folks it really is they do a great job and whenever i get a shot at the health center it's you know it's done very professionally and and some people can give a shot and you feel it some you don't feel as much you know what i mean yes you guys have been trained well Thank you. That, <laughs> we try. Yeah. So did I get you off track or, or is there something we're missing about flu? Anything else we need to talk about? So flu, um, influenza, it's a viral infection that attacks the nose, throat, and lungs. For most people, the flu resolves on its own, but for others, it can cause complications and it can be deadly, um, especially for the older adults and younger children. Um, different causes of the flu, it travels through the air and droplets. Um, so someone can pick up the infection when someone coughs, um, sneezes, or even talks. Um, you can inhale the droplets directly, or you can pick up germs from an object such as a telephone or a keyboard and then transfer them into your eyes, nose, or mouth. Yeah, that's something that's hard not to do. Yes. When I work <laughs> on the keyboard and my eye itches, you know, yes. that's what we're talking about. Yes. That, that transfers the, the uh, problem, so we have to be careful there. Definitely. It's unknowingly you just touch something touch your eye or your mouth mm-hmm. we don't think about that yeah. you know uh, when COVID hit there was a health professional or, or politician talking about you know being sure they did certain things and what did he do he reached up after he'd touched the microphone and he scratched his eye yep. you know he wasn't <laughs> thinking it's so natural yes it's so natural so what else is on your list today Um, So those who are at higher risk of developing flu complications and just getting the flu are young children under 5, adults older than age 65, um, residents of nursing homes, long care facilities, um, people with weakened immune systems, and those who have chronic illnesses such as asthma, heart disease, kidney disease, liver disease, COPD, you name it. Mm -hmm. I see if, if we've had any kind of problems or if you're somebody like me, a, you know, an elderly man, then, yeah, you might need to get this uh, vaccine. Yes, definitely. Um, different signs and symptoms of the flu are your normal symptoms. Fever, muscle aches, chills and sweats, headaches, dry persistent cough, shortness of breath, runny, stuffy nose. Um, and we do give these vaccines to those um, with or without insurance which is great. We love that. And we see people Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. And if you have any questions, you can always call us. We take appointments and walk-ins. Yeah, it's excellent. It's easy. Like I said earlier, uh, they do a great job at the health center. 
Uh, Jade, thanks for the information there, and I'll, I would like to say I'll send some folks to see you, yeah. <laughs> but, but we'll see how that works out. Uh, now, Crystal, you've been sitting here just listening to all of this, and I know you have some information, too, for us. Uh, being a nursing supervisor, you're also lead coordinator. So what are you going to talk about today? Um, I'd like to talk about lead a little bit. Um, it's very common in our area, as everyone is aware, and exposure to lead can lead to serious harm, especially to children. Um, so I'm here to talk about um, ways to prevent lead and what the signs and symptoms of uh, lead exposure may be. What we do at the health centers, we do screenings, we have a risk assessment, seeing how at risk the individual or the child would be. Um, based upon that, we would test them. We recommend seven years of age and under to be tested for lead. Um, we do the screening, which is a finger poke, a capillary, um, send it off to our lab. They send it back. Anything over 3.5, we would um, case manage, and depending upon how elevated it would be, um, would determine like what the next steps would be, whether they would need to, um, further testing within one to three months or yearly, um, depending on, like I said, whatever that lead level result would be. Um, some of the symptoms of lead exposure could be like behavior or learning problems, hearing problems, um, having a slow growth development. It can lead to anemia. And then more serious would be like seizures, coma, and then permanent brain damage. So it, it does affect the nervous system. In some ways, how we can tell like if an individual needs to be tested on that risk assessment would be determined like if they live in a house structure before 1978 that may have like a lead-based paint in them and then a lot of our areas around here has been found in the soil so a lot of times what happens is we bring it into our homes on the bottom of our shoes kids um, play in the floor they put things in their mouth so frequent hand washing is a good way to help prevent that and then also if you have like bare soil in your yards to keep it covered, plant grass or trees, shrubs, something to cover that area. You know, that's the solution we've seen on some of the chat dumps. They've yes. been covered mm -hmm. with something to keep that down. Um, we know that lead poisoning is uh, something that's been seen as prevalent in our area. How bad is it? Because I see yards torn up from time to time to replace the soil and things like that. Is it is it extremely bad in the mineral area? Well, right now um, we have several children that are on uh, case management. Um, I know the last we do them every month or as needed. Um, but the last count that I did, we had close to 100 children that we were following. Um, so it is pretty prevalent in our area. Um, like I said, with the, especially the lead mining and things that are in our area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've had, that was what we were known as, I just said, yes. at the mineral area for such a long time. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, basically for both of you ladies, and unless there's anything else you'd like to add, uh, I'd like to get some contact information out so folks, if they have questions, can call and, and ask. So if they have questions about lead, uh, anything like that, uh, Crystal, what would they do? Um, they can call the health department and make uh, an appointment, or we also take walk-ins. Our phone number is 573-431-1947, and you can call, like I said, schedule, or you can walk in. All right. Good deal. Yeah, that's something we have to watch, uh, being as around as it was. Uh, my grandfather worked in the lead mines for St. Joe Lead many years ago, and 
Uh, he even took me to the mines once. We didn't go down in mm. the ground, but I was in the offices and everything. So I think we've all had some kind of a touch with, with lead to a certain degree. Now, uh, Jade, is there a contact information for your department maybe, or is it same numbers and everything? Same number. What is that? I forgot. Four, it is. is it? It's 573-431-1947. Mm-hmm. I knew it was 1947. Yep. It's really easy <laughs> to remember that way, I think. Well, ladies, thanks to both of you for coming in. Uh, anything else you want to add at all, or is that pretty much it? I think that's it for me. All right. Good deal. Well, thanks to both of you for coming in. I really appreciate it. It's always great to get folks from the health center in to help us out, and thanks for being here today. So that's our report from the St. Francis County Health Center. If you'll stay tuned, we'll have a newscast for you next on KFMO. Some people just don't care for their eyes as well as they should, but the fact of the matter is your eyes are one of your most precious gifts. Why take a chance with your sight? Call Bird's Eye View in Farmington and set up an appointment to get a whole new view of the world. Optometrist Dr. Allison Bird offers full eye exams for both contacts and glasses, as well as pre- and post-operative care for patients undergoing LASIK eye surgery or other eye surgical procedures. Depend on Bird's Eye View in Farmington. Call 573-454-2940 and make your appointment today. Uncover the treasures of Columbia Street Mercantile in the heart of downtown Farmington. Columbia Street Mercantile has an exquisite collection of candles, classic toys, and artisanal handmade ice cream. Step into a world of timeless charm and relish in the nostalgia. Columbia Street Mercantile, where sweetness, joy, and tradition come together. Join Columbia Street Mercantile in downtown Farmington today and let your taste buds and memories dance in delight. Weather is sponsored by Park Hill Chevrolet. Winter is ahead of us, and it's time to save and buy on a Chevrolet pickup from Park Hill Chevrolet. Park Hill Chevrolet is your Chevrolet destination in the parkland, and you can save up to $7,500 on new Silverados with available financing as low as 0% with approved credit. Park Hill Chevrolet is devoted to helping you. Come meet the team at Park Hill Chevrolet at 1005 East Main Street in Park Hills. Chevrolet, find new roads. Mostly cloudy sky today, a chance of a few isolated afternoon showers are high this afternoon into the lower 80s. Showers with occasional thunderstorms tonight, overnight low in the low to mid-60s. Good chance of showers and storms on Thursday, our high will be in the lower 80s. Friday, we wind down the week with sunny skies, our high into the upper 60s. And then it looks like Saturday and Sunday, sunshine both days, low to mid-60s. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center. I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, October 4th, and the time is 8.37. Stay tuned. We have in this newscast for you information about how you can be a part of history again with the Liverpool Legends, the premier Beatles tribute band, And also we'll find out more about donations needed by the SEMO Family Violence Council. And remember, federal government officials are testing the emergency alert system this afternoon. If you own a cell phone, radio, or are watching a television, you'll get the message. The emergency alert system is, of course, our nation's public warning system designed to allow the president to speak to us during national emergencies. The test will be held during a 30-minute period. It starts at 2.20 this afternoon. Some social media commentators have spurred false information alleging the test is actually a plot to use cell phones to activate nanoparticles that have been introduced into people's bodies. 
Government experts say that is not true, dismissing those claims, while others say they'll just shut their cell phones off during the testing period. Donations are needed at the SEMO Family Violence Council. The executive director of the council, Stephanie Bennett, says they need items you would use every day. Plus, it can help you as a tax credit. Our shelter has 32 beds. So, you know, when you are full and you have 32 um, families doing laundry, you know, washing dishes, taking out the trash, creating their meals, there's a need in all different directions. Bennett says for more information on the SEMO Family Violence Council, be sure to visit their website at SEMOFVC.net. You can be a part of history again as the Liverpool Legends' premier Beatles tribute band returns to the Centene Center in Farmington this Saturday. The executive director of the council, Tiffany Gallagher, says experts agree this group represents the essence of the Beatles. The awesome Liverpool Legends, which is a Beatles tribute band out of Branson. They are renowned for their, their act, how they look, how they sound. It's the Beatles live. So they're coming back to the Centene Center. Gallagher explains the show is at 7 o'clock Saturday night and tickets for the program are $19.50 each. For more information, call 573-756-0900. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Wednesday, October 4th, 842. Stick around. We've got sports next with Jared Pettis. Check the website too, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. High school volleyball from the Black Knight Fieldhouse saw the Farmington Knights host the Central Lady Rebels in one of the biggest MAAA large school regular season conference matchups of the season. Our own Glenn Berry has the details. The Farmington Knights and the Central Lady Rebels played what could be a future KFMO classic in high school volleyball on Tuesday with the Lady Rebels winning in in four sets, 12-25, 25-20, 25-21, and 25-23. Farmington used a 10-0 run midway through the first set and walked away with a 25-12 first set win. In set two, we saw seven ties and four lead changes before Central pulled away with a 25-20 win. Set three was even more competitive. Back and forth we go. 11 ties, five lead changes, but a 3-0 run at the end of the set gave the Lady Rebels their second consecutive set win at 20 25-21. In set four, neither team seemed to give in. Five ties, one lead change. Back and forth it goes until finally Central comes from behind down 19-17 to tie the game at 20. Central takes a 23-20 lead only to watch Farmington come back and tie the game at 23. However, the last two points belong to the Central Lady Rebels and they take the final set and the match 25-23. After the game, winning coach for the Central Lady Rebels, Olivia Casey. After that that first set especially um, we came out kind of slow we were not I don't think prepared for um, what Farmington was gonna be thrown at us in that first set especially energy wise it's always hard to come over and play here they have that energy of the crowd with them and we did not in that first set but I'm super proud of them for fighting all three of the last sets um, and pulling out wins on those no matter what Farmington head coach Haley Baker we get to a point in the game when we get down a few points, and then we are, we're, I feel like we're always playing catch-up, and then we just turn the game on at the end of the game right whenever, like, it's just too late. 
Uh, if we would have done that mid-game, you know, when we were still winning by two and then give us a nice little cushion, it would have been great. Um, but, you know, they just didn't fall our way tonight, and we have a lot of things we can learn. And we've done this for I've done this for a while, and these, you know, regular season games are really hard to lose, but then we'll see them again in the conference tournament. With the loss, Farmington Knights dropped to 15-13, and 2-2 two and two in conference, and they'll play next against a feisty North County club on Thursday night. Central improves to 19-3, 4-0 overall in conference, and will face off against Potomac. Tosi also on Thursday night. Once again, Central wins the match 12-25, 25-20, 25-21, and 25-23 over the Farmington Knights. Reporting for KFMO and B104 Sports, I'm Glenn Berry. Glenn, thanks. The Central Lady Rebels, again, you mentioned it, will play Potosi. Potosi on Tuesday lost in five sets as St. Genevieve wins at 22-25, 25-20, 12-25, 25-18, 15-10. With that Potosi Lady Trojan loss, the Central Lady Rebels clinched the large school regular season conference championship and could be the top seed. Central head coach Olivia Casey, do they want the top seed? For the girls, it would be just a confidence booster to be that number one seed, to get the recognition. Um, I mean, obviously, depending on how we do against Potosi on Thursday, to get the recognition of, you know, you've earned this spot, that you have gone out and you've played well against all of these teams in the conference, all these other great teams in the conference, and you've earned this position. Now, I, as a coach, I don't know if I necessarily want the number one spot, just because, like you said, some of these these teams that maybe only have three wins on the season have been playing well and have been figuring some things out and are only going to continue to play better as the season, as they get more games in. Again, Central and Potosi face off on Thursday at the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse. Coverage on KFMO starts with pregame around 6 o'clock. That could decide the top seed in the MAAA Conference Tournament. It seeds on Monday and begins next Tuesday. One other large school matchup, Fredericktown beat North County in straight sets 14-22-12. On the small school set... On the small school side, Bismarck is now 3-1 in the conference after beating Valley Caledonia in four sets, 25-12, 17-25, 25-15, 26-24. West County sweeps Kingston 12-18-8. And Valley Catholic beats Arcadia Valley 18-15-20. Valley Catholic now 4-0 in their conference. And with, a win, and with the win on Thursday, Valley Catholic is the small school conference champs. However, Arcadia Valley sits at 4-1. And if Valley Catholic loses on Thursday... Arcadia Valley can at best tie as small school regular season conference champion. On the softball side, Jackson beat North County in five innings 15-1. Farmington stops Shafi 10-2. And boys soccer, Farmington beats Hillsborough 3-1. On the girls tennis side, Class 1 District 2 tournament semifinals, North County tops Arcadia Valley 5-0. And Fredericktown over Potosi 5-3. That bracket goes chalk the 1-2. North County and Fredericktown face off today. And a Class 2 District 1 tournament semifinal, Farmington sees their season come to an end at the hands of the top seed Cape Notre Dame Lady Bulldogs 5 nothing. Also coming up today on the softball side, our broadcast matchup. We're at Ingler Park at Randy Ragsdale Field as the Farmington Knights host to Sykeston Lady Bulldogs. Coverage of that one begins at 4 o'clock with pregame. First pitch at 4.30. Shafi hosts Fredericktown and they're also resuming the Shafi Tournament Championship from earlier in the year. That was postponed due to the weather. They'll start that one in the top of the second inning. Fredericktown leads 2 to nothing. Volleyball North County is at Seckman and Girls Golf. St. Genevieve hosts Farmington 
Covington, Jackson, and Cape Central. And on the Mineral Area College athletic side in soccer, the Mac men and women play at Lewis and Clark. From the Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals wrapped up the season on Sunday, and they also met with the media on Monday and wrapped up the year. Jordan Walker reflects on his first Major League season. It's, it was fun. It was a good season, man. I had a good time up here. I um, learned a lot from the guys just about being professional and things like that, um, enjoying the game, respecting the game, um, and how to deal with it when things go you know, poorly and things like that. So I had a pretty good time, man. I, that's pretty much all I can say about it. I was really excited for this first season. I, I learned a lot, and now I know what I can work on, and you know, I'm ready for next season. Catcher Wilson Contreras looks ahead to next season after a disappointing 2023. There's a lot of things to be fixed, and hopefully this 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 offseason, the, the front office or whoever uh, he's in charge of that, it's, he did something to, to make this team better for next year because the, this team is known for, for winning. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are in action on Sunday. They're at Minnesota against the Vikings. Coverage starts at 2 o'clock for a 325 kickoff. Major League Soccer, St. Louis City SC has clinched the top spot in the Western Conference standings. They're back in action tonight. They're in Vancouver. City head coach Bradley Carnell, what does he expect to see from Vancouver after his team defeated the Whitecaps 3-1 on May 27th in St. Louis? They've changed the style of play. They're very fluid. They're very flexible. They can change different formations uh, just like we do. Um, so they're very adaptive to what teams they play against. Um, they're also very transitional. They're very good in a counter press, and you know they have playmakers like Ryan Gould, um, who are amongst the best in the league. Carnell, will the team go about things any differently with the last two regular season games since they've clinched? No, not at all. We want to stay in our rhythm. We want to make sure that we're focused and uh, driving points. We want to collect points in Vancouver and we want to collect points here at home against Seattle. So, you know, we have to maintain a high standard and, and maintain those levels. For sure, we'll find pause at certain times because we have a two-week break after Vancouver. Um, but yeah, but between now and Vancouver, there's just all very business-minded. NHL, the St. Louis Blues continue the preseason on Thursday at Dallas against the Stars. Coverage starts at 6.30 on B104.3 with a 7 o'clock puck drop. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers play Saturday morning against LSU, the other Tigers. Mizzou ranked 21st in the nation. LSU ranked 23rd. Eli Drinkwitz is the head coach of the Mizzou Tigers. Does he see his offense playing with more confidence each week? Your confidence comes from your preparation. I think the way these guys have attacked practice on Tuesdays and Wednesdays gives them a lot of confidence to execute. I think... Um, you know, we go against a very good defense and and uh, we get our good on good segments in and, and it's a real battle each and every week. And I think our guys are starting to become more and more confident in, in the schemes. Mizzou and LSU on Saturday and the NASCAR Cup Series wraps up the round of 12 on Sunday from the Charlotte Roval. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Thanks, Jared. We appreciate it. We have uh, quick weather information for you. It's 62 degrees, fair skies. We have a slight chance of showers after 4 p.m. today, mostly cloudy, a high of 81. Stay tuned. Next, it's Daily Dust from Audra King. Then it's the United Way of St. Francis County report with the executive director of the group, Cassie Thomas, on KFMO. Hi, I'm Charlie, owner of Charlie's Mowing Service. Don't let the name fool you. We do so much more than just mowing. So if you're in need of landscaping, power washing, or even gutter cleaning, we do that too. Call me today, Charlie, at Charlie's Mowing Service, 573-760-4086. That's 573-760-4086. Charlie's Mowing Service, where your one-stop shop for property maintenance. This is not headline news. Another one the dust. Another one it's not called dust. dust. 
It's called... We call it the Daily Dust, with just a light dusting of gossip. I'm Audra Kane for KFMO. Michael Jordan is the first athlete to make the Forbes list of the 400 richest Americans. He's worth $3 billion after selling his stake in the Charlotte Hornets. Elon Musk tops the list again with a net worth of $251 billion. And speaking of Elon Musk, Grimes has gone to court to force him to let her see their son, Tao, who was born last year. A few days before that, she tweeted, quote, tell Elon to let me see my son or please respond to my lawyer. Hulu's only murders in the building will return for season four. Look at this cast. They're all killers. But who would want to kill them? Maybe it was Loretta. Please, please don't give up on me. I'm not good at table reads. She's a stinkeroonie. Mm. I say give her the bootay. No, it's a good show. Anya Taylor-Joy got married in Italy this weekend, and her wedding dress was very non-traditional. It was soft gray with a dark floral design. There was a hummingbird on the bodice. It was gorgeous. Check out the new trailer for Sofia Coppola's new Priscilla Presley biopic. Just what is the intent here, Mr. Presley? You got women throwing themselves at you. Why my daughter? Well, sir, I happen to be very fond of your daughter. You know, there's a lot of rumors about you. I need a woman who understands that things like this might happen. Are you going to be here or not? I want a life of my own. Ooh, Priscilla will be out November 3rd. It tells the true story of Priscilla's journey from having a thrilling teenage crush to a turbulent marriage to Elvis. It looks good. Idris Elba says he's been in therapy for a year for being a workaholic, and Lifetime has announced a Ladies of the 80s movie. Remember when the 80s could make anything fun? <laughs> and that's The Daily Dust. I'm Audrey Kane for KFMO. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Brandon Penberthy, your Deloge Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 573-431-2950 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. It's the start from KFMO. Let's start an interview. Yes, it's time for the monthly report with the Executive Director of the United Way of St. Francis County, Cassie Thomas. She's on the phone lines with us this morning. Good morning, Cassie. How are you? Morning, Mike. Doing great. Excellent. Boy, it's a, turning out to be a pretty nice day. We've got a few clouds right now, but uh, looks great ahead. And something's coming up this weekend that looks great, too. It looks like the girls' night out is here. It is. On Thursday night, we are going to be set up at the Glass House at Twin Oaks, and we have all kinds of silent auction items that have been donated, and we're doing a raffle, mic, and it'll last from about 5.30 to 7.30. The doors are open at 5 o'clock, and we'll have light refreshments and everything for everyone, and just you can bring your friends, pay at the door $25, and come on in and have a good evening. Now, why is uh, Girls' Night Out so important for the United Way? It helps with all the operations expenses, and so it keeps everything going for the United Way so we can um, give out our grant funding of 165000 like we did last year. Um, once again, this year, we just hope to keep building on that every year, Mike. That's great. Yeah, you have this program every year, and I'll never forget what I heard about Girls' Night Out. I thought, well, what a neat program, and what a way to approach that, too. That was really well thought out and all. Um now, is this going to help just the United Way, or are there any other groups involved? Um, Seasons of Hope 
benefits from this as well. We ask everyone to bring a gift card for, from Walmart to help out with Seasons of Hope and help all of the needy families at Christmas time. Yeah, there are. We had Bill Bunch on, uh, I'm thinking about a week ago almost, something like that. And he was also at the uh, Deloes Chamber meeting yesterday talking about Season of Hope and I want to say around 900 kids or something like that was the figure he gave out for this year that they'll be helping. That's very important. Yes, it is. Without Seasons of Hope, those kids wouldn't get a Christmas. So it really helps all the kids that need it in the community. There's something else coming up soon, and I'm really excited about it. I got an email from you the other day that announced, here's where you go to sign up for the bell ringing for the United Way of St. Francis County. When's it actually start? So it will start the day after Thanksgiving, Mike, I believe um, that is November, and we will be doing that until Christmas Eve this year on um, December 24th, so we just look forward to everybody signing up and getting that out, so we try to get that out as early as possible so groups can get their spot that they like, and it's very easy to do on Sign Up Genius, and it is actually on our Facebook page and on our website. You can go to either one of those and... um, find the sign up and get signed up for that if you haven't rang in the past we'd love to have you and you know it just raises so much money for the community and it helps with all those utility bills and things that people can't pay on their own it sure does a great job now will you be at just the walmart stores again this year we will we'll be at farmington and deloge at both doors um, for the entire month excellent now i wanted to ask you about uh, just some uh, regular donation type Uh, stuff that you guys do and one of the things that's really convenient for businesses and people that would like to have a regular donation is a payroll deduction you're still doing that i guess right we absolutely are and it's time to do all of those annual talks and so i'd be glad to come out and visit with any businesses more about the payroll deduction program and you know just a dollar out of each paycheck helps and it goes a long way in the community so if that's something that your business is interested in just reach out to me at Director at United Way of SSB.org or 573-760-8929. I'd be glad to come and talk to you and your employees. Yeah, and you know, Cassie, really, if, if somebody has uh, just a couple of bucks taken out of their check every, what, twice a month, maybe something like that, you could wind up donating uh, by the end of the year $100 or more. It's pretty easy, really, right? It is, and it's before um, taxes are taken out, so you don't really even miss the money that comes out. There you go. Fantastic. Now, if anybody wants to find out anything about the United Way of St. Francis County, what would you suggest? You can give me a call at 573-760-8929. You can visit our Facebook page at United Way of SSB, or you can um, email me at director at unitedwayofssb.org. Excellent. Cassie, thanks so much for the information. We appreciate it, and we'll have you back again next month. All right, thanks, Mike. All right, we'll talk to you soon. That's Cassie Thomas, uh, the Executive Director of the United Way of St. Francis County here this morning on KFMO. And thanks to her, thanks to Randy Windsor, thanks to Jade McIntyre and Crystal Epley, thanks to Ashley Douglas, thanks to everybody who was a part of the program today. We appreciate it so much. And we'll be back again tomorrow with the Thursday, October 5th edition of the start from KFMO. But right now, it's 9 o'clock. CBS News is next.
1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. And online at KFMO.com. We the people.